Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to be back with you folks today. We consider it a great honor, as always, to come across your earwaves. And we're continuing on with this idea of an outline for Christian life over there in uh, Romans chapter 12, which is this whole chapter, if you look at it, or if we if we put it together, Stephanie, and we, we look at it from a perspective of what does God have in Romans chapter 12 that can help those with hurting hearts, those of us going through stuff, PTSD, whatever the case may be, help uh, give us help to help others. Well, Romans chapter 12 is like a regulation or an outline for a Christian life. Now, when we were in the army, we had regulations, and those regulations told us how to live and 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 uh, and how to act while being a soldier in the United States Army. Well, God's word is the same way. God's word tells us how we should live, how we should act, uh, those things that we should do, how we should put them together. And, and uh, boy, it's a tough thing. You know, I was, uh, Stephanie, I was looking at a poem uh, just last night. I was going through some information and I, I came across this anonymous poem that a man had wrote anonymously or lady. And uh, this is something he said, and it really, uh, I think, struck home with what we're doing here with these podcasts and the direction we're going in. But this, uh, this poetry says, to dwell above with the saints in love, that will indeed be glory. To dwell below with the saints we know, well, that's a different story. Boy, and I'm telling you what, <laughs> I think it is a different story, and uh, I think we have to work at it. And, and God's Word here in Romans chapter 12 is telling us how to go ahead and work at that. And uh, We're going to be looking at two verses this morning, two verses, and uh, we're in Romans chapter 12, verses number 17 and 18, and 17 starts out with recompense to no man, evil for evil, provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much lieth in you, live peaceable, live peaceably with all men. Boy, there's a lot going on there, Stephanie. I preached a message uh, out of these verses, as I had mentioned to Stephanie a little while ago, sometime back. And right up in the beginning of chapter 12, verse 17, it's telling us to live passively as Christians with each other. And boy, that's a hard thing. That changes the rules from what we're used to. That changes how we are supposed to. And, 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 and Stephanie, let me just say this as we go into this as an introduction and, and things of that nature. Uh, if Christians would get this part right, you know, we would have no need for biblical counseling. We would have no need for people wanting to strangle and hate each other and things like that. Uh, but I think the command is here. The precept is here uh, to live, uh, you know, to live passively. Recompense to no man evil for evil. And uh, that's telling us, hey, listen, uh, we want you not to fight the fights. Uh, the Bible tells us the battle is the Lord's. 
Uh, the Bible gives us, and, and, but you know, those of us, Stephanie, who've got this PTSD thing going on and, and, and we deal with those things, we, uh, you know, things get kicked off real easy. We get angry easy. We have panic attacks. We, we have all these wonderful things with this thing called PTSD or uh, those of us who are hurting. Uh, some of us have, uh, you know, anger issues really bad and things of that nature. And, and God's word saying, listen, I want you to live passively among the Christians, among the brethren. Remember that Romans chapter 12 is literally a book that was written to the church at Rome, and and, uh, and and thankfully God inspired it for all of us, but it's saying live peaceably, and uh, I'm sorry, live passively, and then, then when you get look at 2000, when you look at uh, 1217, it says provide things that are honest in the sight of all men, and the idea there is to live peerlessly, and it's to provide things that are honest. It's uh, in all social dealings, a Christian, I think, should live beyond reproach. I think we should be scrupulous, uh, you know, have no scruples. Uh, I mean, not have a scruple issue is what I'm trying to say. To live, what would be the word on that, Stephanie? It would be scrupulously, scrupulously honest. So uh, to live honest, praise God. I don't know why I tried to grab a $12 word with my $7 lips here, but uh, the idea is all of our dealings with our fellow men should be above things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, our word should be a bond. It it, it should be at a higher level. uh, you know, we should practice this together. Christians live in a different place where, uh, you know, Paul is, is, talking to, you know what I think he's talking about, Stephanie? I think they're talking, I think God's teaching us about character right here. You know, as we go through Romans chapter 12, I think this is all character. I think it's doing the right thing, being the right way, acting the right way, caring for your brother. I I think as you look at all those things, it all comes down to character. It all comes down to character traits, character we get from God, how we can live that way, how we can do things and make a difference. And then finally there in verse 18, it says, if it be possible, now God knows it's hard sometimes. There's knuckleheads out there. And folks, can I tell you something? There are some people you can apologize to, you can do the right things. You can always do that, and they're going to carry a chip on their shoulder for the rest of their lives. And uh, But your responsibility, you have a responsibility, and your responsibility here is to do what's right. Your responsibility is to do those things God are telling you to do, and uh, and to recommend no, you know, to no man evil for evil, to provide things that are honest, not not rip people off, not be deceitfully. If that word clever uh, comes up, uh, boy, we got problems. Uh, if the word cunning comes up, man, we got problems. Uh, you know, those words shouldn't be used for a Christian. It should be honest and uh, integrity and character and trust. And those are the type of words that describe a Christian. Those are the type of words that describe an, a soldier or a Marine or a, a sailor or an airman or whatever the case may be. Those are type Coast Guardsmen. Those are the types of words that should reference those. But we're talking about something much higher. We're talking about those words should come to us. And oh, by the way, uh, we're going to give you those words, but we also are going to give you the Holy Spirit of God to help with that. And then we get there and we're in verse 18. If at all possible, as much lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. So God knows, as I started to say a minute ago, that some people stink. 
But we still have that responsibility, Stephanie. We we still have that place we gotta go. We, uh, which is God's place. We gotta live in that range. We gotta uh, we gotta live under the wings of God. We gotta be protected by Him and trust Him and and know over there in Samuel that you know the battle is the Lord's and and to know those things and uh, that we should never be involved in disloyalty conduct. That we should never have character issues. That people shouldn't talk to us about that. And I know that's uh, a five or six minute introduction uh, to what we're looking at here, but I think it's so important that we just, I want you to think of one word today as Stephanie begins, and that's that word character. This is all about character. This is all about doing the right thing. This is all about trusting God. So Stephanie, thrilled to have you with us today. Now, what say you as we look here at the book of Romans uh, chapter 12, verses 17 and 18? Well, I think when I see that, um, the beginning of verse 17, is, um, you know, that's not a suggestion. That's very much a command. And God knew he had to put it as a command because even us as his people, you know, this was written to Christians. And we still deal with our flesh. You know, we still are humans. And there's people that are going to mess us over. And that that mind of Christ, that life of Christ that um, when he was reviled, he reviled not again when he was threatened. Right. You know, he committed his soul to, to his heavenly father. And um, I think of back in, I think it's in Matthew, um, where Jesus said, you know, love your enemies, do good to them to hate you, pray for them, which is like, will use you, persecute you. And, you know, when you reach that point of um where Jesus is controlling you to a point where I think God can take away even that desire um, for revenge, um, where that, you know, God can take away any anger, any bitterness. And, you know, sometimes is there still hurt that's there? If you've been abused, if you've been mistreated, yeah, sometimes there's scars that you may carry with you the rest of your life. But revenge still is not an option. And, um, I think for people with PTSD, people who have been traumatized, people who have been through abuse, this concept is huge. And this is not something that we can do on our own. This can only be done through the Holy Spirit of God working in and through our lives. And I think that's partly what makes it a living sacrifice because when we are when we are not following our flesh, you know, we are submitting ourselves to what God has for us. That is being a living sacrifice, that yeah. surrender, that moment by moment surrender. And um, I think it's very interesting that on the heels of not recompensing e- evil for evil, God says to provide things honest. Yeah. In the sight of all men. And I think it's interesting that God lumps those two things together. And, you know, I think it's easy to um maybe god knows that in our flesh you know we can be trying to be great with one person and then with another person you know have the mentality of i'm going to do my best to make their life miserable yeah and whether it's our enemies whether it's people who have hurt us may not be our enemies but are just people who have hurt us or wronged us or our friends we are to be providing things honest in the sight of all men our lifestyle like you said our work habits our character everything about us should scream that person has integrity yeah and their word is true and what you say what they say you can trust that what they're saying is 
honest and um that's huge um you know proverbs talks about lying lips being an abomination to the lord god takes dishonesty any form you know we've we've done this thing in our in our country and in our churches in our culture where there's little white lies or there's quote unquote misunderstandings and it's just being dishonest god doesn't god doesn't have um when you lie to somebody, when you when you break your word to someone, yeah, it's not a misunderstanding. That's a lie. A misunderstanding is a misunderstanding. A lie is a lie. And um, I think we've just tried to blur the lines so that we can save our consciences. But I think it's very interesting that God puts that right along with not recompensing evil for evil. That concept of honesty. If your if your spirit is one of wanting revenge, if your spirit is one of I have to stay on top. I have to stay the top dog. Um, you know, if someone, if someone tries to take me down, boy, they're going to pay for it. You're not an honest person because that's not the spirit of God. Was and, and, you know, I, I think that says it all. I, I mean, I think, I, I, you know, I think, I think we need to realize, and I'm glad you went there, Stephanie, I'm, and I'm going to give you back the mic here in a second. No, and, you're fine. And uh, I know the transitions to those of you listening seem a little rough sometimes because we have no way of knowing what the other person is going to do. We're talking a thousand miles apart as always and having our conversations here that you guys are listening in on, and thank you for that. But I, I think that there were three things that really need to need to catch that Stephanie just said. And, and I made a mental note of them and I had to say it quick because I don't have a piece of paper to write on here, but this is the mental note was if somebody looks at your character and says, there's something wrong, if someone thinks you're trying to rip them off. And if somebody thinks that you're trying to get over in some way that you're doing this to have the one upmanship or upsmanship or whatever the case may be to be, to be a little better than, or to get somebody back, I think is the way Stephanie said it is, you know, to have that last word, to have that last thing. Folks, if we're living that life, we're living in the wrong place. Uh, we're not living. Uh, we're not living with God. Uh, we don't have that outline for Christian life. We, uh, we, you know, we want to be living a kingdom life. Or uh, as as Stephanie has used the term that uh, living for eternity and living for eternity or king. And we're just going to use living for eternity because that's a uh, that's a good term that Stephanie and her dear husband used to use uh, as part of their ministry. We need to be living for eternity, Stephanie. And thank you for that. So I just wanted to stop. I'm I'm throwing it back at Stephanie, and I'm going to throw it back with a question. But, folks, if people look at you and say you're trying to rip someone off, you're trying to get upsmanship or be one up or win the argument or look better or something like that, you're in the wrong place. If your character is questioned, the one I started with in a minute, in any way, we're not in the right place. Mm -hmm. So, so Stephanie, dealing with those kinds of things, and I know you were talking about that, have you dealt with people? I mean, even since you've been back, let's look at it since November 1st of, or November, whatever day you got back in November of 2018 mm -hmm. till now, have you dealt with people trying to be one up, trying to be in that place that we were just talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think, I think it's really sad to, um, you know, this is addressed to the church. And it's heartbreaking to me, praise God for his grace, but it's heartbreaking to me that this is having to be written to the church because God sees that even amongst believers, even amongst Christians who should be the example of brotherly love and of kindness, that 
there's some stinky people that just do things that really are nasty. And um, I have experienced this. And, you know, I think you get to experience God's grace in really precious ways. And is it, is, does it involve surrender? Does it involve feeling kind of like you're a piece of clay who's getting smashed down over and over? Yeah. Because you're going, God, what are you doing? Why are you allowing this? Why did you allow, you know, me, someone I trusted? Why did you allow them to betray me? And, you know, you reach that point of, and I think this is why it's so sweet, of God gives his grace as poured out in verse 18. Yeah. And at the same time, we're not to recompense evil for evil or have to get the last word. And I'm constantly drilling that into my kids. Um, you do not have to have the last word in anything. You say, you know, we're told in Scripture to reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering. And so you, you know, have to deal with sin. You may have to confront sin. If, if what's thrown back at you after you've dealt with something is it, if it's an evil response, if it's not one of wanting to correct the problem or resolve a situation, then let it lay. And if it be possible, live peaceably with all men. And sometimes living peaceably means you don't get the last word. I think this is all intertwined um, where, you know, living peaceably means being willing to have people say things about you, being willing to not have the last word, being willing to let an argument go. You may have had the right position, but, you yeah. know, look how many times Jesus dealt with the Pharisees and he spoke the truth to them and then he just left it alone. It was their problem from there on out. And um, I really think in my life, you get to experience God's freedom when um, the opposite of, of giving that evil for evil, which is bitterness being lived out, is going to God and saying, God, you died for them. You love them. You see what they're doing. And I love them through you. And you can do a work in this situation. I'm just canning the situation over to you. And giving things to God becomes huge. I know we have this whole um, forgive and forget thing that's thrown around in, in our world. And that's not in the Bible. God can forgive and forget. Humans cannot. But through the grace of God, just like Jesus did on the cross, you can say, Father, forgive them. And that fear And, and God can help you forgive them. Yeah. Yes, right. And he can, you know, if Jesus could forgive or extend forgiveness to the people who hung him on the cross, what right have we as sinful human beings to hold a grudge, yeah. to yeah. have that constant spirit of vindictiveness? And, you know, living peaceably may mean you don't live near someone. It may mean your, your contact's limited, yeah. whatever the case yeah. may be. If you've been traumatized and abused, yeah. that's the best way to live peaceably. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just I think there's a lot of Christ-likeness that has to be lived out. There is. these verses come to life. I, I really think there is, and I'm glad we went in that direction. And it's this whole idea of living beyond reproach and, and character. Mm -hmm. This is what this is all about. It's beyond reproach. It's, you know, God knows uh, that people are going to do evil to us. And, and, and boy, don't we see that when we share the gospel, when we tell people about church? It's not just the knuckleheads who bother us all the time that God's talking about. It's this whole mm -hmm. world we're dealing with. We need to be beyond reproach with this whole world. And I know it's hard. So remember the rules here. Live passively. 
live passively and, and don't don't go after and, and God's not looking for anyone to roll over and you can read Romans 13 and know he's not and and then that whole idea of living peerlessly and and that's uh, providing things honest in the sight of man and 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 you know our social dealing should be beyond reproach yeah, nobody should look at us and say boy we ripped someone off and, and and shame on you if you're a christian businessman and, and and you signed a contract and took money and you charged people too much or you never finished the job or something can be let me tell you something brother or sister if that's you you need to get that right and uh, God gives us rules to live by, and we don't rip people off, and and that's something. And folks, don't work with people who rip people off. And if someone ripped you off, yeah. uh, let people know they're a rip off, man. Don't let other Christians be ripped off by him. So we we have that idea of live passively, live peerlessly, and then we have this thing called live peaceably and get along with each other. And, and God's saying, when possible, as as Stephanie said, sometimes it's not possible. Sometimes you have to separate yourself from the knuckleheads and just because they don't get it. And, uh, but folks, let me end on a positive note. This is, this is stuff that God can get you through. And we're honored to be able to share this with you. We're honored to be able to share our hearts with you. And uh, we look forward to hearing from you on Helpful Wounded Spirits. And uh, what a great blessing it was to get number 52 of our podcast done and uh, with this idea of living living peaceably. And so, listen, make sure you stop by and see us, Helpful Wounded Spirits, uh, on our Facebook page, and drop a note off to us, and uh, you get a chance to say hello. We're praying for you. Please pray for us. Thank you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.